Today's Chad Prather Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your online activity shouldn't be public. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash watch Chad. What day is it? Where am I? Who am I? I don't know where I am. What is this? Hey, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Joe Biden Show. Uh, just happy to be here with everybody. Uh, come over here. Let me smell your hair. It smells good. Come on. I'm so excited. Joe Biden's the next president of the United States. And just like that, our viewership went and crashed on the island like a new episode of Lost, which is where we live. We don't know where we are. We don't know what's going on. Is the island alive? It could be. Who knows? Is The only thing we can count on every day is Party Foul Steve taking selfies of himself sitting over there at the bar. <laughs> I was waiting that on that same, shot so I could get it of both of us in that shot. That same little deal. Yeah, Go back to it. Give him the double shot so he can do it. There he is. It. Boom. I got okay. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, we're going to get into some Chinese mm. stuff today. We're going to talk... To our friend, Navy, uh, former Navy SEAL, Navy sniper, uh, and best-selling author Jack Carr, our buddy. Uh, we're going to talk to him because he's got his new book, Savage Son, that's coming out. I'm going to encourage everyone to go to watchchad.com. I'm going to tell people that they need to go where podcasts are offered, specifically <coughs> Apple Podcasts, and leave us a rating and a review. Yeah, I mean, it's there's a quarantine special. Kick off your <laughs> shoes, mom. It's fun. My mother the other day, she said she is going uh, she's going stir crazy. She's been shut up in the house now for, I guess, two months. People are bringing the food, hanging it on the doorknob. God bless her, man. Mom, stay in the house. Stay in the house. Um, I, she said, well, I just I don't have any energy. I, I guess I'm not doing any exercising. What's being interpreted means she's not able to go to the Salvation Army or Goodwill and buy some crap. But I told her, I said, Mom, point your toes, stretch out, do some stretches, do some kegels, get that hoo-ha in shape. Oh, gosh. Oh. I know. She said okay. her hoo-ha's been fishing. blown out for a long time. <laughs> Doesn't she have a lake right behind, like, right out her back door? Not anymore. She moved. She moved? She moved. She sure did. She moved. Uh, but, yeah, she uh, she moved. So she's stuck. She can't go out, dude. I mean, she can't. Your mom can't either. No. Let's yeah, yeah I'm like, don't let anybody in the house. She's like, well, I think I already had it. And I'm like, Mom, don't let anybody in the house. But yeah, but I think I was so sick. And she was sick. I mean, back in like late January, February, she was in the hospital for the day. Mm. They had to fluid her up, you know, and stuff. She's got a lot of things going on. And I'm like, Mom, no. She's like, well, you know, I think I already had it. So I'm like, okay, go ahead and die from it. Go ahead, Mom. <laughs> go ahead, Mom. How dare you make a joke? Are you really going to let She's lived a good life. You gotta ask her if she got her check yet, though. She's, good. She's lived a good <laughs> if life. If your check came in, mom, then <laughs> oh, mom ain't getting that check either. <laughs> uh, Living high on the hog, baby. Oh, there I don't you know. go. Mom's yeah. got God bless her. She's got a son. Yeah, my anyway. mom ain't leaving the house either. Nah, you can't leave the house. Mm-mm, she can't. I mean, that's she partied way too much. I was taking a poop before we got started here, and I was reading my phone, and I was looking at people's comments about how. Uh, you know, we're so insensitive that we're not wearing our masks. And we're, I'm like, well, if you think you might get it, let's just stay home. You, re- you remember that episode of Seinfeld where Putty and, uh, uh, what was her name? Ellen? Elaine. Yeah, they were dating. And Elaine says, so are, are you re- like really religious? And he's like, yeah, pretty much. She's like, so, so you're really, I, I try. I try to be. She's like, so you think I'm going to hell? Yeah. <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> you remember that old deal and he goes out there in the neighbor's newspaper they didn't deliver your paper today why don't you uh, grab his over there 
Well, that's his paper. Yeah, well, just go ahead and grab it. <laughs> but that's stealing. Eh. You know where you're going. What was that on? <laughs> I'm not the one going to hell. Uh, what's that? What is that on? Oh, Seinfeld? thanks for paying attention. Uh, yeah. the, uh, Seinfeld. Anyway, Steinfeld. That's, I mean, so that's kind of my, my thing is like, yeah, well. That's not a, my problem. You know where you're going. There's a, there's a Simpsons <laughs> episode with what the Ned Flanders or something. Kind of the same kind Eagly, of deal. Eagly. Yeah. Now, Ned Flanders, he's 100%. He's Jesus freak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, that, my point in all that is, you know, hey, if it's your problem, stay home. You know where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any doubts about it, watch yesterday's episode when I lost my freaking mind talking to you people. Uh, oh, yeah, you people. I'm going to blow your mind today. We're going to get into some stuff. And I want to I get right to it. Hey, listen, if you own a car or a house, you know shopping for insurance it's a mind-numbing, soul-sucking process that could take forever, but you need to have insurance. You got to have it, so stop overpaying for it. How about that? You can get a lower rate for the exact same coverage you already have with help from Gabby. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, folks like Progressive and Nationwide and Travelers. You've heard of them. Just link your current insurance account, and in about two minutes, you're going to be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage you currently have. And that's exactly what I did. They saved me money in moments. Log in. I used my current insurance provider, and within seconds, Gabby found a dozen competing prices. Their customers save $825 per year on average, and if they can't find you savings like they did for me, they're going to let you know so you can relax knowing you already have the best rate that's out there. Gabby is free to use. They'll never sell your info. You don't have to worry about spam or robocalls. It just takes two minutes of your time. Go there today. See how much you can save on your car or homeowner's insurance. Go to Gabby.com slash watch chat. That's G-A-B-I dot com slash watch chat. Gabby.com slash watch chat. Go today. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, one of the most exciting things that happened to me in the last six weeks is I walked into the dressing room here at the Blaze Studios and waiting for me was a brand new copy of uh, Savage Sun, which has been available since the 14th now, what, yesterday, two days ago, actually. Uh, and uh, Jack Carr, our good buddy, he's been in studio with us before, but we're under a plague warning, I guess, right now. And so he's coming to us from his beautiful mountain home in Utah. How are you, Jack? What's up, buddy? How are you? It's Thanks for having me, man. I know. I wish we could do this in person. You got all that alcohol <laughs> there. You got all that Black Rifle coffee there. You know, we yeah. could just her down right there and, and wait this thing out. The One of the greatest things that I love about following you on instagram is it's so educational like you take people through the story of of history and the authors and the people who lived these lives of adventure and the way that they lived out a lot of the stories they wrote and then of course the you know you're a former navy seal and so you're coming at it from that angle and i love that you bring up the military history of so many of these people of note and things it's a fascinating deal jack carr usa you need to be following him on on instagram but let's talk about this book because i i'm telling you i'm a book dude man and i'm sick of brad thor at this point i don't care if stephen harvath kicks it or or scott harvath kicks it i don't care i'm kidding brad will get me for that but i'm in love with this james reese character man because you've had terminalist true believer and now the brand new savage son i can't wait to dig into this thing you sent me the book but i haven't read it i was just telling you I, i don't know if i can read paper anymore it's all digital for me 
Man, I love this. Quickly. Like most people that are on on screens all day want that to want to escape into pages of yeah. something that uh, and that they can feel and uh, kind of leave the work behind. But you're all in. You just you're all digital. You know, hundred like, percent. Well, That's I pre-ordered awesome. it. I pre-ordered it back. I don't know. Gosh, a couple of months ago. As soon as it came out on pre-order, I think like within a day, I had the thing ordered. I've been waiting on. And then I came in and it had that beautiful Savage Sun packaged box that you've got for the little promo. And I was like, yeah, that thing looks good. And then why? Watching it on social media, I see all these guys, you know, that are standing there naked and their, their muscles showing and they're opening with their, you know, fixed blade knives and stuff, <laughs> getting into that book. And I'm like, come on, these guys can't read. But then I'm, I am fascinated with this story, man. I love, I can't wait to see what happens next. And, you know, I, it's just good stuff, dude. How do you feel about this third edition, this, this James Reese story and how it's evolving? Well, I'm so fired up because this third one, Savage Son, is the one that I wanted to write since sixth grade. Mm. And it's also the one I wanted to start the series with. Mm. But I had six or seven different ideas written down when I started. And I knew that the characters weren't yet developed to a place where I could explore the dark side of man through the dynamic of hunter versus hunted, which is what Savage Son is all about. I had to get them to a place that I could explore those themes. So I had to come out of the gate hitting hard with uh, the terminal list and uh, something that was just very visceral, very primal uh, story of revenge without constraint to draw people in and make them care about this character. And then continue that journey in True Believer with a story of violent redemption where he has to learn to live again, has to find that next mission in life, that next purpose in life, like we all do when we transition from one to another in life. And then at that point, I was ready to explore what I explore in Savage Son. So uh, ever since sixth grade, when we read The Most Dangerous Game, uh, which is a short story by Richard Mm -hmm. Connell in 1924, um, I knew that one day I would write a thriller that paid tribute to that short story. And, And this is the one. So it's been in the works for over 30 years. Dude, it's amazing. And when I first started reading Terminal List a few years ago, I was watching. I was like, okay, let's see what this is. Because here you are, a new author, bringing this new character. And there's been so many characters that people have fallen in love with, where, whether it is a Scott Harvath or a Jack Reacher, these these military guys that have now moved on and, and the adventure of life is considered. And so now you bring James Reese. And I was like, okay, let's see what this Jack Carr guy can do. Fell in love with that book, then got into True Believer, and I'm telling you, y'all are costing me money because every time I'm around you or Clint Emerson, now I'm wanting to like now after reading True Believer, I want to go buy Tomahawks, oh, and yeah. I'm like, I have no need for a Tomahawk, I don't think. But see, and you got, I see him on your hat there. Look at this. Look on at this. Hat. Yeah, so this is a Winkler tomahawk right here. And uh, yeah, I think everyone needs one. I wouldn't know why. I don't understand what you're talking about when you say you don't. At least. It doesn't really make sense to me. But, it's quite cute. but uh, yeah, I think everybody needs one or two because, yeah. you know, one is, one is none, as, uh, as they say. Like, I so, won't even buy anything anymore, Jack, unless I check with you guys and like, hey, what do you think about Amtac? What do you think about half-face blades? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, and Emerson's always like, well, if I was going to gut a man, and I'm like, well, I, that's the only reason I would use it. <laughs> hey, be prepared. You know, it's all about being prepared. You never know. You know? I love uh, it, man. Uh, the gear guides, and uh, I've been a gear person since I was a little kid, for yeah. whatever reason. I was gravitated towards things that would make me more effective, more efficient, even as a young person going into the backcountry or whatever else. I just wanted gear that uh, well, that could support what I was doing and that would allow me to go further and faster. And then in the military, of course, especially in special operations, uh, I got to go even deeper into that and make sure my guys had the best gear possible yeah. going down 
lunch. So it's just a normal thing for me to do is incorporate that into my personal life and then also into the pages of the novels. So um, I have these gear guides that go up that uh, people can click on and see what uh, the background of the gear that's in the book or something yeah. that I use real life and I usually have a tie to uh, the companies or the people that developed it or I used it myself downrange or whatever it is there's a story behind each and every piece of gear used and on the weapon side of the house I like firearms in the books that be almost characters and uh, Stephen does a great job with that in point of impact in the Bob Lee Swagger series. But if I see somebody like at a range or wherever else, I can tell a lot about them by what they're carrying, uh, what kind of holster they're using, mm. what kind of belt they're using, just what just, you know, it's just you read them and it tells you a story. And so I use that sort of thing in the novels as well, particularly yeah. backgrounds on certain weapons. So they're, they're characters kind of like cars and TV shows in the eighties. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. And uh, the last time we were in near proximity to each other, we were in Las Vegas. We were at SHOT Show. We didn't see each other at SHOT Show because we were both busy and going our own directions. But I did see Clint, and, and he was like, well, you know, I've never really been a gun guy. I'm more of a blade guy. And I'm like, I've never heard a man say that, uh, <laughs> it, which scares the shit out of me when I think about Clint Emerson now. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love the fact that you put out the list of you, – because you've done this, and you put out the list of all of the – weapons that are used and the gear that's being used and you list those things and people can look them up and things uh and that promo box that the book has come in you've got them on the box it's cool but that's the beauty of when i'm reading something digital and and you put something out there i'll highlight it and i can hit look up and it'll take me right there on the world wide web and i can find this stuff that's why i say you guys are costing me money Nice. No, I get it. Yeah, it should be a direct link from the book uh, that take you directly without you having to copy and paste. Yeah, that might be the step where you just go immediately and it takes you to the site and then uh, your credit card's already in there and bam, <laughs> Winkler Tomahawk headed your way. Are you how excited, though? I mean, because, you know, from from former Navy SEAL, Navy sniper, bestselling author, how does that title fit with you? Has that sunk in yet? Well, I mean, it's, it's always the path that I wanted to take from when I was a little kid reading people like David Morrell, Nelson DeMille, Tom Clancy, AJ Pollock, uh, uh, JC Pollock, AJ Quinnell, these guys that had protagonists with backgrounds I wanted in real life. That was always my path. I knew I was going into the military. I was going into special operations. I was doing everything even as a kid to prepare for that, which included reading both nonfiction, studying warfare, terrorism, mm -hmm. and surgery and reading fiction. Uh, and I love reading fiction so much, I knew that one day after the military, that's what I would do. So uh, from those early days in the early 80s, mid 80s, late 80s, early 90s, that was always my path. So it just seems like uh, it's not like I woke up one morning and was decided to do this and then was shocked that uh, that I am where I am. It was uh, I laid that foundation very early in life by studying all these guys. And at the time, I was just enjoying them. But yeah. what was really happening is they were teaching me uh, how to write a story. They yeah. were my early professors in the art of storytelling. And then the experiences downrange that I weave in, the emotions and and the feelings behind events that get woven into a fictional narrative, plus that academic study I just talked about, all those things came together at the right time and place as I was getting out to write these novels. So it seems like a, a natural progression, and that's where my sights have been focused my entire life. Yeah. You know, besides calling you a friend and and just an incredible author who I've fallen in love with your stories and these books, um, the biggest compliment that I could give you is – you inspire me to read more. And I've always been a reader. Uh, when I follow you on social media and the things you put out there, this is your life. You live this stuff day in and day out. I mean, you are a student of it. And I, like you have, honest to God, inspired me to read more. I went back. I'm, now I'm reading Morell's, you know, First Blood again. 
nice. which has been years since I read it because of you. And I, you know, I see your posts, and I was like, you know what? That's pretty insightful. I like. I want to read it from that perspective now. Uh, so I appreciate that about you, man. And and I know this has got to be difficult. How are you promoting the book in this age of Corona? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, things came, uh, it came pretty quick, right? So you have to adapt just like you would on the battlefield. Wow, yeah. We're always adapting to the enemy. The enemy's always adapting to us. They're always learning. They're doing it very quickly. Uh, we're trying to capitalize on emerging opportunities, uh, uh, take advantage of different momentum out there. So, you know, same thing here. Yeah, and yeah. For, in this particular case, I'm very cognizant of the fact that I need to launch this in, a, in an appropriate way and do some and do good along the way, meaning I need to push people towards independent bookstores because they have zero foot traffic. Yeah. Uh, and they're trying they're trying to adapt and uh, survive as well so i have these limited edition savage sun book plates that have uh, an arrowhead on them that you can only get through these independent bookstores mm-hmm. on my website so i'm trying to push traffic that way and then 100 of the proceeds from merchandise on my site like hats like this and bookmarks and some other cool stuff uh, all of that goes to the center for disaster philanthropy covid19 response fund uh, mm-hmm. to help people who are really on the front lines of this thing uh, doctors nurses emts police firefighters people that don't have the option of hunkering down at home and have to be out there interacting with people that have COVID-19. So trying to do a little good along the way and, uh, and and get this book out there to people who have been waiting on it for a while because it's uh, the first two books really resonated with people, and I think this one's going to resonate even more so. Yeah. Okay, so forget everything I've said about getting the digital copy. Don't do that. Apple and Amazon have all the money they need, although we will put the link up here on places you can get it if that's your deal. But get over there, check Jack Carr out, and I want you guys, seriously, to pay attention to where you can get it the, the actual book i mean there is something and this is a this is a you can see this isn't a pamphlet this is a good book like this is a man i, I always say like a good bottle of whiskey just fits in your hand you know and this is one of those books this is a man book and you look masculine reading this book and so i encourage people get this book get the actual book look at his handsome face on the back of it god I, i'm gonna sound like you you know if he just wouldn't cover it up with that beard he would be so handsome he's got his winter beard on uh but this is a good book, man, and I can't wait. I, I start tonight digging into this thing, and so I'm excited about it. I, it's it's almost been like a kid waiting for Christmas. I, I that's not that's not BS. That is 100. I'm addicted to this character. I'm addicted to these books, and and I love me some Jack Carr. Oh man, I love hearing that. Thank you so much. And as soon as this big media push is over, I'm diving right back into book four, yeah. which uh, really it had uses. In fact, I was studying infectious diseases and the weaponization of infectious diseases mm. before COVID nineteen hit. So I was hypersensitive when all this stuff came yeah. out. Studying bioweapons programs from the Japanese in World War II, the Soviets post World War II, and us past World War II as yeah. well. So I was studying all that stuff, and uh, the next one really delves into the uh, the ethics, morality, and legality behind targeted assassinations. So I'm uh, I'm super excited to get that one out there too. But that's a year off. What's the primary What's the primary website you're sending people to right now? Officialjackcar.com, and that is and that is car with two R's. A R R. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, really cool stuff up there. You can deep dive into the weapons and gear, and then a bunch of the companies that I've well, worked with in the past and the SEAL teams and continue to use today have come together to help launch this thing, knowing that uh, there's no book tour and it's a very difficult time to launch a book. So they've yeah. got prize packages like Sig P365s, and there's all sorts of Black Rifle Coffee stuff out there. So they've got. Uh, it was amazing to see them all step up and do this for me. It was. It just incredible so uh they can people can go there and check all that stuff out awesome jack thanks buddy i hope to see you soon official jack go get it 
The book is Savage Son. It's third in the series. Start all over. Read them all. Get them all. Hey, Jack, thanks for coming on, buddy. We'll see you soon. Take care, man. You too. Take care. Stay safe. Thanks, brother. Hey, folks, with all the talk about coronavirus, people have stopped talking about the flu. It's killed almost 20,000 people, hospitalized over a quarter million in the U.S. Season isn't even over. Still going strong. It's unfortunate. One of the best ways you can avoid getting sick is a healthy immune system, which is why I fortify my body. Look at this beautiful body every day with Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of a full gives you a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy and supports a healthy immune system. And you know what? Doctors agree. A diet of fruits and vegetables can reduce your risk of heart disease. Plus, Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic, and a great source of vitamins, fiber, and other nutrients. You know you need it. Come on, guys. Just put one scoop in a glass of water. Tastes great. Stir it up. You're done. You can save 15% right now off of your first order with offer code CHAD at BrickHouseChad.com. BrickHouseChad.com. Subscribe today. You get an extra 10% off every single month. It's virus season, folks. Boost your immune system. Turn it into a brick house with Field of Greens. BrickHouseChad.com. Dot com. That's BrickHouseChad.com. Go there today. It's gotten bad, man. It's gotten bad. If you didn't think it was bad, you're worried about mom and grandma. It's now it's down to the animals. Coronavirus in Germany. Mm-hmm. There's a German zoo. They got a proposal out there. They want to keep the, the, the zoo afloat. They're wanting to feed the animals of the zoo to the other animals. <laughs> in the zoo. They move them cows over into the lion cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Uh, hey, you know what? We're going to have to transport the zebras over into the uh, X area. Uh, do you know who lives in the X area? Yeah, uh, just open the truck and drive off. It'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> you can so save some money happen. for about a month. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. They didn't list the animals to be slaughtered, probably because you took the kids to the zoo and they named them. Uh, but it's the unpleasant cost-cutting measure. It might not even be enough to offset the losses. So the penguins and the seals require an exorbitant amount of fish per day to sustain them. Okay. Well, they're just gonna. What that tells me is the penguins and the seals are going to be the first to go. That's what it's going to be. Sponsored by. Yeah, I mean, Baskin. you can either euthanize the animals or you can let them starve. That's what they said. But that's an ethical way of getting rid of them. Hmm. Just let I nature take nature takes its course. PETA mm, has yeah. no problem with that, right? Says uh, the toll isn't merely financial. The spokeswoman for the zoo says that uh, the situation is uh, really boring for charismatic creatures like seals and apes who love human visitors. Well, you know what? Let's make monkey chow. Oh gosh. Okay. Anyway, you ever seen a monkey just? Why fling not its just poop? do? It? Why not just do it? Why do you gotta put it out there in the public? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just do what you got to do. That's, that's the stupidity of the whole thing. Yeah, they were going to make Do you a- think Joe Exotic listed every time he euthanized with no. his 357? But uh-uh. now tiger. that zoo will get 
a million dollars from people donating money to keep them from slaughtering the other animals. They're playing on you, people. They're playing on you, people. Well, huh. from that story to Jaina, Jaina, uh, did you see where McDonald's and Jaina has been temporarily closed after it tried to ban black people from entering over fears of the coronavirus? Who knew? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was the city. That's the industrial city of Guangzhou. As far as I see it, uh, pretty much every city in China is an industrial city. Uh, that's where it happened. It says, uh, we've been informed that from now on, black people are not allowed to enter the restaurant. That's what the BBC reported. Uh, racial tensions have mounted in the city. Are there a lot of black people in Shaoshu? You think? I'm not sure. You think I don't know they, if there's any. I mean, Guangzhou? Uh, yeah. So apparently the racial tensions are mounting in the city. It's the hub for African traders, home of China's I that largest was illegal African to communities. Trade people, okay. Answered my own question. What's that? I thought it was illegal to trade people. Why would you be trading Africans in well, China anyway? Steve, some people haven't learned. Uh, hundreds of Africans in the southern Chinese city—they were evicted from hotels and apartments after online rumors that the coronavirus was spreading among African people. Hmm. See, what needs to happen is the African people need to realize that some damn Chinese folks has got it. <laughs> they had a problem. Maybe if you kick the Chinese people out of McDonald's, then you can have your quarter pounders and eat it peacefully and freely, knowing that you ain't getting no bat swamp flu. Super size. But it could be those animals from the zoo. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it could be shipping in some fresh meat from Berlin. Uh, so anyway, McDonald's, man, they got all, eh! I mean, you want to hear the screeching sound of a PR nightmare. Eh! They quickly shuddered when the company became aware of the disturbing notice. Uh, it was not representative of the company's inclusive values. Well, I mean, one would have to figure that, <laughs> based on my experience in most McDonald's, that no, you you seem to be pretty inclusive. Uh, immediately upon learning <laughs> of an unauthorized communication, or I guess at a restaurant in Gangju, we immediately removed the communication hey. and temporarily closed the restaurant. What if it was just lost in translation? They weren't trying to ban yeah, they black didn't mean people. Black. They it was. <laughs> They meant infected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I mean, there's too many jokes. They write themselves. Yeah. You know? Oh, my eyes are watering. <laughs> <laughs> every time. Every time. Every, Look at time. every time. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, you know, with my eyes. You, you, you need to get those tears out of the corners of your eyes. It's like, oh, yeah, I don't no. know what to do here. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I had a buddy that used to, he used to work at the grocery store and right after he cleaned the bathrooms, he put out of order signs on the bathroom <laughs> so that he wouldn't have to clean them oh, again the rest of the again. night. That's pretty smart. Let me tell you something. I live, when I do this show, I live to get Puppet Master laughing. If Mark will start <laughs> laughing over there as quiet as he is, I'm like, we're on to something. We're on to something. Let's keep plugging. Let's I think keep it's a, how you said that you can tell much by the history of your relationship with McDonald's that they're very inclusive. <laughs> they're very inclusive. Very. Very inclusive inclusive i don't even understand i went to mcdonald's this morning and i don't have a clue what she said to me at the window i don't know if it was the plexiglass or the fact that she was speaking spanish i have no idea but i know i walked away with a mcgriddle uh speaking of speaking of weird stuff going on in china hunter biden uh he's still listed on the board of the chinese company that uh he was supposed to resign from <laughs> he's still on for mcdonald's oh uh, it ain't mcdonald's so it's the equity firm that uh, he co-founded despite his lawyer pledge in late last year that the potential uh, for son, oh my God, can you imagine, 
resign. Oh, boy. Well, he's what not going to resign nightmare. unless his dad became president. That's when he would do it. Not before. Well, he supposedly resigned back in October of 2019. Uh, says he's not been on the board, but oh, the database still says he is. They say it's going to be updated when his successor is named. Okay. Maybe we're reaching. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, that's kind of a weird deal. But, I mean, if you remember, Biden approached Chinese businessman uh, Jonathan Lee, who ran Chinese private equity, why uh, capital, with business partner Devin, uh, Devin Archer <laughs> in 2012. And uh, it was very profitable. It was very profitable. Uh, BHR Partners is what it became in 2013, between the three. And he was the unpaid member of the funds board. But since then, the firm has invested at least $2.5 billion on behalf of its clients in automotive, energy, mining, and technology deals. Yeah, somehow they're coming out okay. They are. I mean, I just saw a recent picture of him and his Instagram model baby mama in his in his uh, Lamborghini. Yep. $250,000 Lamborghini. Hunter's doing okay. It's okay. I was listening to the Progress Channel. <laughs> <laughs> And they were talking about how excited they were to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> like, really? I mean, what have you got to do? These people have just lied to themselves so much. No one is excited about voting for Joe Biden. Not a chance. No one no, is excited about uh, that. Mm-hmm. Not a human being out there looks at Joe Biden and says, I'm inspired. I'm invigorated by this candidate. I am so motivated by what he says. When he speaks, I just hold on to the drool that falls from his dementia-ridden lips. I am just there for you, Joey Biden. Corn pop. Well, that's the one person who did not endorse him. Himself. Corn pop. (laughs) Corn pop's dead. That's what I heard. That's why he didn't endorse him. So that's that's the thing. Nobody's inspired by that. Y'all have lied to yourselves. But I mean, that's the thing. You got you got Hunter Biden, okay? He's got a baby mama from Arkansas. Her stripper name was Dallas, and he got her pregnant in Washington. <laughs> a lot of geographies going on. I've been on. everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. I've been in everything, everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> I came here anyway. Um, <laughs> it's just ludicrous, Candace. That's Hunter Biden, though. That's there his song. Is. I came everywhere, man. I came everywhere. Like silly string. Mm. Have you watched the Happy Time Murders? Mm-mm. That's a fantastic, fantastic movie. If you're stuck in quarantine, something to watch with the kids. It's got puppets and Muppets. Uh, and uh, it's a it's a Henson production. It's like a next level Henson. Pro- I forget what they call their production. Happy Time Murders. Uh, it does not sound like a children. Phil Phillips. Phil yeah. Phillips. That's uh, the character's name. He's a former police officer. He solves a a murder. And uh, you should watch that with the kids. The Happy Time Murders. I don't believe you. Oh no! Seriously, watch it with the kids. You we get, really got to get, get you out Candace. of the house. Get your kids together. Do we watch that with the kids? Seriously. Aww, why would you ask Candace? She's pure as a driven snow. She wouldn't know these things. I don't know that uh the She the loves the Muppets. Part. Huh? She loves the Muppets. All right. Uh the murder <laughs> one, probably not. But I mean, you know, if your kids are of age, go for it. Happy time murders. <laughs> They'll learn some things. They will. They'll learn some things. We'll Better be right- they learn it at home, right? We'll be right back.
Hey. No. Hi, everybody. Nope. How's everybody doing? Uh-uh. Hi, kids. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing Not out there today? Y'all hanging out? Rocking and rolling, you wild kids, you cool cats and kittens? <laughs> Steve, when you are going through your phone, you and I spend a lot of time on our phone. Yes. What do you look for? You just kind of like mindlessly look, or do you, are you actually searching for something or are you just seeing what's up? No, most of the time I'm looking for particular things. Hmm. Do you see how Steve tries to sound strategic? I just because check. I don't know where you're going. I'm just with this. looking I'm like, for. I, I'm I was looking for say things. Porn. I was going to say I'm, porn right I'm, off the I'm bat. That's for what things. everybody expected. So right. they have a new they, they have a new word out. Apparently, uh, it's called doom scrolling. Mm. Trendy new phrase. Things like quarantine and uh, zoom bobbing, zoom bombing. Those are new words. I love Zoom, by the way. You do? Yeah. It's a fascinating way to stay connected. Yeah. We've been doing some songwriting sessions with some folks in Nashville and other parts of the country, and it's like, eh, this works. You haven't Zoomed me at all. It's pretty cool. You live, you're right there. Oh. Like, look, look at the screen right there. Technically, it seems like we're on Zoom right now. Oh, okay. Is that how it works? You're like just looking at so, How do you know when it's your turn to talk? Because I've seen like 12 people. When you start there. talking, it takes over. Mm-hmm. Your screen comes to the forefront in the center. Um, so you have to you have to be pretty strategic with so it. So it's automatic. It does that. Let's talk about Zoom scrolling. Dream scrolling. Doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. So apparently that's the whole deal. Is people are looking, trying to see what they can uh, find that's going to kill them um so people that can't are, be healthy yeah so people are trying to find positive things like i'm grateful for baby naps and exercise and fresh air let's stop all the doom scrolling uh did you see the picture that sarah gonzalez host of the news and why it matters right here on blaze tv put out she put her picture out where she said she was ready to go to work she was wearing a dress mm-hmm. and it was a short skirt she had her little shoes on her cute little her homeschool shoes tennies and she posted a little deal, and she was showing off her shoes. And she said, you know, dressed to be a homeschool mom and all this stuff. Uh, and people jumped her ass. What? They jumped her ass. I mean, you're talking about doom scrolling. They, they jumped her ass. They were like, you obviously don't need to be around kids if that's how you're going to dress to teach. Oh, my gosh. She's teaching her own child, the one that suckled at her breast. I mean, <laughs> put on a bra before you go and type hate on somebody else's wall i mean I, i'm like you know what i commented on this one person and i said what well, saves money on the cafeteria because she can just plop a bro- boob out at yeah. any time and feed right i mean she's like too much cleavage i hope you don't bend over in front of children do, do your do your kids look at you that way no like as a set like are they playing van halen's hot for teacher no Whenever you come in the room no i was thinking about going back to school if one of them would be my homeschool teacher. <laughs> I got it made, got it made, got it made. I'm hot for teacher. Mm-hmm. I got it made, so I'm hot for teacher. I wonder what the teacher's going to look like this year, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that might get us uh, copyrighted. I don't know. I don't think I sound that much like David Lee Roth, but <sighs> people are stupid. That's so, dumb. I mean, they're trying to find something. But, I mean, several people. And then people love to attack Sarah anyway, because Sarah, Mexican. She probably can't eat at McDonald's in China in Guangzhou. No, she got banned. Yeah. It depends on how much self-tanner she's using at any given time. You know? 
but I am thinking to myself, people are really doom scrolling. They want to find something wrong. They do. So stop that, That's got to be that. That really will send you into well, a depression. About, so you There's have no people. Way. Okay, okay, okay. Let's 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 unpack that for a second psychologically. And and I, we're being silly today, but I'm going to be serious too, right? Because it's a Thursday episode. We're just chilling. It's kind of the man cave episode every Thursday, right? Yeah. It's chilling. Chill. Um, my thing is. You already had people who were losing their freaking minds and needing safe spaces because they saw the name Trump in chalk on a sidewalk on a college campus, right? They needed something to go hug and something like a balloon and they needed some glitter and they needed to color in crayon, you know, color in books and they, they needed, you know, a soft puppy to pet. They needed all this crap. And now all of a sudden they're, you're told that, that not only, not only, is there global climate change, but there's a global pandemic that's guaranteed to kill you dead, mm-hmm. where your lungs are just going to turn to goo and you're going to, you know, suffocate. And also, Joe Biden's going to be your next president. People are losing their sh- They're losing it. Mm-hmm. They're lo- they don't know how to deal with this kind of crisis. So people are losing sleep. They're going, they want, they're doing telecounseling. Well, they, they're not. I mean, look, there's real reasons for counseling. Your panic ain't really it. Sure. Right? I, I, I don't get I mean, it's people, people it, don't it, have the psychological fortitude, the mental fortitude to deal with any of this stuff. Don't you think some of that fake panic and fake outrage that they have, that's the way they express? I, you think it's there real? There is that. But I go back to what I keep saying every day. It's life worship. It's life worship. They were panicking when times were good. Yeah. I mean, the, and now. The guy down on the corner lost his job. Okay. Three days later. He had his uh, a trailer and a lawnmower. And now he has a yard service. Yeah. He says, "I may not go back to my regular job." Mm-hmm. And uh, but, I mean, he went into hey survival mode like that. He's not at home tweeting and crying and whining. He's figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know everybody thinks that we're just sitting in some kind of lap of luxury, and we could just we still work. Yeah, we don't go out on the road. We can't. But I'm ready. I'm ready to go back out on the road. I'm ready to go do it. Uh, you know. That's that's our bread and butter, being out doing shows. Um, that's I mean that's the deal. You got to have that entrepreneurial spirit, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what we've done in these days. Is we've tried to figure out, okay, we can't do that. Let's go do something else. There we are. Was yet another reason why I'm so happy that Trump is in office because he is an entrepreneurial spirit, mm-hmm. and he's going to figure it out when it comes to business. He's business minded, right? I mean, that's kind of all he is to me. Yeah. Just hard headed business-minded narcissist love it love it what's not to love he speaks our language yes (laughs) he speaks our language make money all of our self-love but that's the problem is self-love we we love ourselves to death i mean it's crazy i mean i told you yesterday you're gonna die i don't want you to i don't really particularly feel fond about the idea of doing it myself but at some point in time you ever you ever lay awake there at night sometime and you're like and trust me, the older you get, mm-hmm. you're laying there and you're like, one of these days, <laughs> I will die. How's it going to happen? Yeah. One of these days, I will no longer be alive. Right? I hope I'm right about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's going to have mercy. Like, I hope I wasn't wrong. <laughs> like, I, I love you, Lord. We know what the Bible says. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope I'm right. But you get it? I mean, we don't know. Mm-mm. 
No, we don't know. There's no authoritative voice out there that says this is what's going to be. Right. But you're going to be there. Maybe it's like going into surgery. You don't remember any of it. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A little verse said. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. There it is. That's morbid, isn't it? Aren't you glad you tuned into comedy craziness and common sense? Oh, I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of it. Do you think it's, it's true? the deal. Stop worshiping yourself. Do you think it's Trump's fault that the black people were banned from the McDonald's in China? I believe it was. I mean, that is the China. logical conclusion. It is the logical conclusion. I, was I mean, thinking. that's what it comes down to is now because Trump is so, so enamored with the Chinese. He's such good friends with Xi Jinping that, that, that that's the deal. He has influenced the Chinese people to now hate black people. Okay. That's the deal. Well. These arrogant, entitled Chinese. Donald Trump lives in their head. They started combing their hair over to the side. <laughs> they got them a little bouffant, windblown, swept thing over there. Got the little duck tail going in the back. Peel the layers. Chinese people. And they're like, they're like, hey, we in China. It's a virus. He <laughs> <laughs> was in China. You're not coming by my dana. <laughs> the American flag plant and they're making flag American <laughs> flags. <laughs> Nike shoes. You're not coming my Nike shoes. No McGriddle for you. No McGriddle. We come right back. Well, folks, 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 I'll tell you what, um, there's so many things. Just relax, get some sleep at night. Mm. You know, your, your immune system goes down when you're not rested. I've learned the most important thing in quarantine is that first breakfast. <laughs> I've started putting first and second breakfast together and just eat, 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 eat. Consolidate. Okay. Just look at this. People are like, you've gained weight. I lose it in two weeks. Yeah. Men can do that. Men can do that. That's Men why I'm not worried about it. I'm like, you know, whatever. My weight's always like that. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And really, it's really, it's not like a weigh anymore. It's just that the lazy has moved to my face. And <laughs> <laughs> just squatted right down there on it. The lazy is sitting on my face. You've got a squatter. Right now, man. And I just love the fact that we can get on here every night, Monday through Thursday. And come and just sit with you and hang out with you and talk nonsense. Bring you lovelies like Hot News Natalie and Candice the Queen. And, of course, the, the ramblings and shenanigans of one party foul Steve, partyfoulnation.com. The puppet master who's always in control. And you had Jack Carr. We had Jack Carr on. I'm so excited sexy to read beast. that book. He is. Yeah. He's a sexy beast. Mm-hmm. When you look at those pictures of him when he's operating, man, he didn't oh, have the yeah. beard. He was all rugged and hardcore. Oh. A, I am in love with that series of books, though. You're in love with Jack Carr. I love Jack Carr. Yeah. yeah. I love Jack Carr. I love Clint Emerson. I, these guys like who are just hardcore people. I know they've gutted humans. I just is, like, is Jack I, Carr his real name? Because it's Carjack. I don't know. Backwards. I don't know. Clint Emerson, I don't think that's his real name. Hmm. Chad Prather could be. We don't know. Mm-hmm. That's why I give everybody nicknames, because sometimes we might need an alias. Amen. You never know. You never know. Folks, I want you to go where podcasts are offered. 
give us a rating and a review. Tell all your friends to subscribe. We are 4,000 people away from a quarter million subscribers on YouTube. Chad Prather's where it's at. We love y'all. God bless you. Thanks. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.